0: Back to Faith FM Australia. You are here with a landmark show, i like to say. You have me, Mon, and then you have Fake Lyle, which today has been split <laughs> into two yes. and been taken half by Taryn and half by Christopher.
1: With our powers combined, we are... <laughs> <laughs> no, Captain Lyle.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> <coughs> no points for knowing what reference that's from. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Shell, okay. do you know what that's from? Oh, Shell! If knows. you know
1: that reference, you can call us in on that.
0: I was surprised Shell knows because I would have thought that might have been too young for her. Shell's our producer, and. Uh, I guess, I guess she does have young kids. Well, used to have young kids because um, that was from my generation when I was in just early high school. That was a big show. Yeah. When our powers come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. We are indeed here, three of us. And it actually be really interesting because I'm here hosting the show with two theology students. Yes, you're both doing uh, uh, a degree in theology at Avondale College, and it's interesting because I sit here in between the um, in between the segments while the songs are playing, listening to you guys talk about your your assignments and your reflection journals, and this yep. lecture is a hard marker <laughs> and that lecture. Yeah, is a hard marker. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm, won't uh, name <laughs> names on radio. though. <laughs> name and shame. <laughs> uh, this is so interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, well,
3: your well, assignments just just, are due. and aren't you guys on holiday? Yeah, right now? well, we've just had exams, so we're just waiting for the last of our marks to come out but our lecturers have flown off to rome though so we're not going to get our marks for a long time because there's that's some you know professional development course over in (laughs) rome that's a pretty swanky professional (laughs) i feel like i would go to a professional development course if it was in rome i didn't take you with them i know yeah. They think they
1: haven't, but so w- <laughs> I'm sneaking into uh, someone's yeah. luggage. Chris, though. they left on Sunday, buddy. <laughs> long, they're long gone. No, no, no. Uh, what are they, the
3: they <laughs> learning in Rome, by the way? Oh, I think they're just all catching up
4: with Pope the church. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chris, <laughs> you guys have just had exams, and now it's holiday time. What were, yeah. you, what were your exams? What were your last few exams?
3: Well, one of our exams was on Torah. So it was talking about the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And we had to look at how the first five books of the Bible teach us about how to be environmentally savvy. And look after the environment.
1: Stewardship. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: right. What else did
1: we learn about, Chris? Uh, We also looked at how creation uh, influences the rest of our theology. And it's pretty, there's a lot in there when you think about it. Because like you get your doctrines of uh, a lot about God and Jesus uh the, the eschatology the way that you view your uh, protology Which is just A fancy word For beginnings Really affects How you view The end uh, Of history And like There's a lot of stuff And so Yeah What else did we do We did uh, Revelation
3: and Inspiration And hermeneutics Yep exam. What does hermeneutics mean <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question For Christopher
1: <laughs> Hermeneutics uh, Was developed By a man Called Julius Hermen? Wellhausen oh. uh, And <laughs> it, it was The precursor To the tweet In fact um, <laughs> Really <laughs> yeah, Yes, no. Um, hermeneutics is just a fancy word for interpretation. So oh. uh, it's looking at how to interpret the Bible uh, and do it in a way which it does justice to the text. Because there's yep. obviously a good way and a bad way uh, to interpret scripture. And we want to find the way that the author intended for us to read it.
0: Mm, it's also very interesting. And you know what? I bet, you know how they have the, um, the, uh, that, that, stewardship the whole green being green and stuff oh like yeah that. yeah i bet you that's a pretty recent unit that just added to that degree i'm sure like 10 years ago they weren't nearly so <laughs> concerned about environmental <laughs> issues yeah <Yes. laughs> possibly yeah. i do remember like you know since um you know global warming has taken such a a, a a center stage in the world you know issues I do I do remember seeing the uh the printing of pamphlets mm-hmm. uh, you know, informing people about what the what the church's stance on environmental issues was. And I thought that was yeah, that's good because we mm. do need to have a voice in that field yeah. because you know, God is a creator of everything and uh and he certainly has um, you know, opinions about it and we should follow suit. So we're actually two clues behind Christopher in our quiz. <gasps> Speaking of creative right. things, because our quiz today is a What Creature Am
1: I? Yeah. If you can tell us
0: what creature it is, we're going to send you the prize. Get your phones ready. Christopher, hit us with those clues.
1: All right. What Creature Am I? Clue number one, Queen Athaliah was killed at the entrance of a gate bearing this name. Clue number two, David said this creature is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its strength, it cannot save. We're entering new clue territory now. Clue number three, James tells us... James tells how we can control this creature. (laughs) Yes, we can control this creature, but we cannot control our tongues. And Uh our fourth clue is, John saw one of these that was pale and death was upon it. And that's a death with a capital D. Death was upon it. Oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Capital letter. (laughs) And... There's a question mark at the end of that question. Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Scary punctuation. But death
5: with a capital D Ooh.
0: just sounds a lot scarier than just. A, a, yeah, day. it does, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
3: yeah, a, I a, a pale animal with death on it. Like, yeah. I feel like death with a capital D. D. That's what the sonification
0: of. of death Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm actually pretty nervous every time we start talking about the about the quiz and about the clues because, you know, Lyle has that horrific habit of giving it away. <laughs> oh,
3: really? Yes. <Yeah. laughs> well, I was so close to saying it, but yeah, I did. I stopped same, myself. You're
2: okay, <laughs> <Chris> monkey. <laughs>
0: Stop giving them extra clues. Now they know it's not a monkey. Now they one animal with, down. A monkey with death on its. <laughs> it is not a monkey. Don't call, uh, but do call if you do think you know the answer. the The number to call is one eight hundred Faith FM. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. You can text zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Message us on Facebook, off Instagram, or Twitter. And by the way, those clues were already up about 10 minutes ago on our Instagram. So yeah, be, get up on it. Yeah, won't be on the jump. Just jump on our Instagram. Okay, so let's do our Encounter with God Bible study. We... Oh, excuse me. We have a pretty uh, intense, interesting Bible study this week.
2: Mm. But let
0: me ask you guys a question.
1: Okay.
3: Are you guys musical at all? Yes. <laughs> he plays the piano.
1: That's oh, true. Oh, you do? Yeah. Are you musical,
3: Taryn? Well, uh, I like music.
0: Does that count? Do you guys <laughs> know the song of Moses and the Lamb?
1: Is that the one in Revelation or the one in Exodus? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know the song of Moses and Exodus and I know Wasn't the, song, the song, song of the Lamb. Of <laughs> <in Yeah. Revelation. laughs> well,
0: let's have a look at this song. So this song is in Revelation 15 ah, verse
1: 2. Okay, that's good.
0: It's all good out our Bibles. Do so we all have different versions of the Bible?
1: Ooh, let's, uh, I've got NKJV. I've got no. You've got the KJV. (laughs) KJV. Yeah. Oh, is this. Lyle's KJV <laughs> yeah,
3: And I've
0: got the NLT <sighs> The New Living Translation But we have two theology students So you guys have like Memorised every different version Of the oh, Bible of right? of
3: course Yes that's what we spend <laughs> Our time including doing Including
0: in the Greek And yeah, <laughs> the Hebrew And
2: can you, the Hebrew
3: And the Aramaic <laughs> can, you, can you read this to me In Greek please? No. Oh no worries at all We'll just translate From the English
2: Back into the Greek
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like this It's going to be a great Bible study Okay Revelation chapter 15 And verse 2 Somebody
1: I saw before me what seemed to be a glass sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and his statue and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them. Would you like me to continue reading? Yes, please. And they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvellous are your works, O Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the Nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous deeds have been revealed.
0: Ah, so that's the song. Do you, do you know? Can it? you sing that one for us now, yeah, Chris?
1: Please.
0: <laughs> Can I get a refund? Uh, <laughs> so this week we are going to be studying about God's seal. Versus the beast's mark. So mm. there's two different marks, and whether or not we like it, we are all going to end up with one or the other. That's it. The question, of course, that we all want to know is, how can we be among the people who you know are on this on this sea of glass that we just read about, who had they have the seal that the, that God has given them, and they are singing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb? Because that's the one we want. Right? We don't want the, the the mark of the beast, the beast mark, do we? No. Now, um, one and one of the most telling signs, um, you know, of the last day people is, you know, the, procl- the proclamation of the third angel's message, which actually warns against receiving the mark of the beast, mm. and uh, and despite, you know, all these serious warnings in the Bible. There are actually so many confused ideas as to what this mark actually is, and there's been so many different suggestions over the years. There's been like a barcode in the forehead, or yeah. a credit card number, or some sort of like bio, or a chip, yeah, implanted. a biometric identification, yeah. yeah, like a chip injected under your skin in your hand or something like that. So there's been like heaps of different options. We're gonna take a look at some of them, and we're going to discover the true one. You're listening to Faith FM, Positively Different Radio. But of course, we should not be surprised at the just so many different op- well, options, well, uh, interpretations yeah. of what the mark of the beast is. What yeah. are some of the ones you guys have heard?
3: <laughs> oh, when I was when I was little in school, right? My friend, he um he got this like barcode and he he like kind of peeled it like you know those stickers that you find uh-huh, on like uh-huh. anything in the store and he kind of like peeled it back and he wrote like 666 on it and then like shut it again so he like came to me he's like Taryn look it's the mark of the beast and he like showed me that 666 was written on all of the barcodes and he came up with this idea I was like no I Don't believe you But There are some Whacked out ideas Out Mm, there Like people Come up with All of these Random crazy (laughs) thoughts And um They just try and tell Us that it could be This or that But I think it's important Um Like you were saying Like to have An under Like a true understanding Of what the text says Our hermeneutics Will come
2: in well With this Chris
1: (laughs) I think what's important As well is Too often people forget What the idea Of the mark of God And the mark of the beast Mm is mm-hmm. and the primary issue at the end of uh, our history is who are you going to worship that is the question that is being answered here and so for example in the three angels message we're told uh, worship him who made heaven and earth and sea interesting isn't it that uh, the creation back all the way in genesis that is one of the reasons we are to worship God all the way over here. So as I said before, the way you look at your beginning will affect how you uh, look at your end. Mm -hmm. And so this whole big question as we approach Jesus' second coming is God's kind of saying, all right, it's time for everyone to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Who are you going to worship? Are Mm -hmm. you going to worship God and then you'll be given the seal of God or are you going to reject God's love and follow uh, the mark of the beast? And so what I think a lot of these really out there uh, interpretations of the mark of the beast neglect is this aspect of worship because having a chip in your hand, what does that say about who you worship?
0: Yeah, it doesn't say anything. It doesn't, doesn't anything say anything. Mm. It's
1: not it's got nothing to do with God. It's got nothing to do with any of these things or like the barcodes, you know Yeah, but
0: do you know what? We actually shouldn't be surprised at, at the, the proliferation Of the confusing Ideas in Babylon Because after all Babylon means Confusion Yeah That's yeah, so exactly. very true The more confusion There is It's like Well this you know Is, is to be expected Yeah, yeah. People, er, I feel like Every time A new technology Comes out Everyone's like That's the Mac Of the beast Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the it's yeah. CD Or it's you know The MP3
3: Or it's cryptocurrency yeah. It's our phones Yeah I it's feel like They're
0: attached,
1: attached To oh, our yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're attached To our oh, hand oh, And okay. always One of my favourite ones Did you know That the original Mac laptop was Sold for $666.66 <laughs> And then you go That's five sixes ah, It doesn't matter It's got three in there You know Like that, That's all it takes and Yeah. So uh, yeah Again um, I think yeah If we really want to find What the author intends For us to look at We yeah. have to read it in context And the context is This is all about Who are you going to worship yeah. And
0: if we if we want to be part Of God's remnant people You know God's remnant people They need a clear understanding Of this topic mm. Because we also have a duty We have a duty um, to proclaim the third angel's message with power, we have a duty to 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 do true worship, not false worship. Yeah. And um and so this week we're actually going to try and understand, you know, better understand, you know, what is the mark of the beast? How to avoid it? How to get the seal of God? And mm. of course, you know, the fact that the mark of the beast is actually all about worship. Mm. It's not about technology, not about no crypto, nothing. It's actually about worship. Do you guys think it's going to be a visible mark or?
1: Well, here's the thing uh, I don't like getting into speculation too much about it Outside of what we're given in the Bible But I, I think what why a lot of the reason why people are like Oh, it's going to be chips and credit cards and stuff Is because we're told that uh, Those who have the mark of the beast Will be able to buy and sell Those who don't will be unable to So whether we see perhaps a physical thing like mm-hmm. that that remains that very to be seen. that yeah remains to be seen. That very well could be, but it's not the primary issue going on. It could be the means of doing impo-
0: that. It's important to note that it's not so mu- It won't necessarily be for humans to be able to see. It's it's more so God can identify us. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think in order to understand um, the future. We need to go back in time. That's right. Yes. So God has always had a sign um, or a mark identifying his people. And in Old Testament times, there were two outward identifiers of God's true people. Do you know what they were? What were they?
1: I have a clue for one of them. But how about we?
0: Uh, It was circumcision. So let's have a look. Genesis chapter 17, uh, verses 9 to 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Taryn I you know, hit us with that one.
3: Okie dokie. Genesis chapter 17 verses 9 to 11 says, And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you.
0: Mm. So God has always had like this theme of of having signs between like you know identifying marks because God is a God of choice, he's a God of true love and yeah. and true love requires mm. choice. And so he wants us to choose and you know he wants it to be a, a, something signifying that we have indeed chosen him. Mm. And sometimes I wonder if it's more of a reminder for us really. I th- I yeah. think it is. Hey? Yeah, absolutely. So God commanded Abraham and his descendants to be circumcised as a sign of this covenant of salvation. Mm. And so males, uh, you know, they were to be circumcised on the eighth day, uh, which you can read about in Leviticus 12. Um, however, this, rit- this ritual did have a deeper significance and it was meant to symbolize the need for circumcision or renewal of the heart. Yeah, that's right. So you can read about that in... Actually, do you know what? Let's have a read about this one. Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30 and verse 6. So, we're going through the Torah right now, aren't we, guys? We are indeed. Mm-hmm. Which Good is what you did your exam on, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Torah just, what does Torah mean again?
1: Uh, it just refers to the first five books of the Bible. Also go. known
3: as the
0: Pentateuch. Ooh, mm-hmm. You guys are getting fancy on me now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Deuteronomy 30, verse 6.
1: And it says, The Lord your God will change your heart and the hearts of all your descendants so that you will love him with all your heart. And soul, and so you may live.
0: Mm. And that is why you know the Apostle Paul writes: um, for he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor mm. a circumcision that it, which is outward in the flesh, but he who is a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, mm. in the spirit, and not of the letter. Whose praise is not from men, but from God. So that that was Romans two, verse twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Mm. So it's not it's not like a. a it, it is an outward ceremony, but it's signifying an inward change. That's right. Very similar to baptism. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an external, you know, showy kind of presentation, but it's mm. about an inward change. Yeah. Same with the marriage ceremony. It's a very yeah. big, showy, outward presentation, but it's about the love that they have for each other, mm. which is, you know, intangible. Yes. Yeah. Invisible.
3: Yeah, that's it. And it it just goes to show that like this old covenant, people usually interpret it as a lot of like works-based, like Mm. they had to obey the rules um, in order to be in covenant with with God. And they missed the point completely. They Mm. completely missed the point. You know, God says so clearly here that it's all about that heart and it's about the relationship with Jesus. So that, you know, when we – Enter into this covenant with God. It's about giving Him our heart and letting mm. Him, you know, cut aw- you know, take away our heart of stone, take away our, you know, cut mm. off the dead skin and just create that new heart that you know beats for Jesus and is all about love and about who He is and and just beats in line with His. Character,
0: and this is something that so often it's a good point, and so often our Christians fall into this trap yeah. where they forget the heart of the matter, mm. and they're all about the rules and the ceremonies and the you know how dry and dead it yeah. ends up becoming if you are not doing if it's just an outward change and not an internal inward change. That's right. We're going to have a quick song break. We're going to listen to Josh Cunningham with the Old rugged Cross, and we're going to come back and have a look at the second outward sign that God gave to identify His people in the Old Testament times and why it was given.
4: On an old rugged cross on a hill long ago, hung one without guilt, without blame, and for salvation of souls for the sins of the world and That's why my Savior was slain Won't you look to the old rugged cross and see Jesus and confess His name And say, Father, forgive me I know that I'm lost You'll be found At that old rugged cross That old rugged cross He was laid in the tomb But death over Him had no claim For Jesus was raised So that all might be saved Believe and break Free from Sin's chains and Won't you look To The old Rugged cross And see Jesus And confess His name And say Father Give me, I know that I'm lost You'll be found at that old rugged cross
0: Welcome back to Faith FM Australia, 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. You're here with Christopher and Taryn and Mon. You get a bonus free host today for your Tuesday morning. It's pretty cool, actually. I'm really enjoying having both of you in here. Mm. Mm. So much fun. At first I was like it could be cramped but actually it doesn't cramp style at all. It That's makes right. it better. Yeah. Yeah, mm.
3: yeah. We I'm just really all talk it. over each other. Yeah. I don't
0: know me. I have something to say. And during the songs you guys tease each other about like <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> your theology stuff because yeah. you're both yeah. theology. I mean strong, Chris man. is just a rude person in general but you know. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs>
2: Do you yeah. guys know. sit next to <laughs> each
3: other in class? No.
2: I don't sit next to him. No we just. It's so Connie, you walk into no,
3: you walk into a theology class, and literally everyone is dispersed throughout the room. Like oh. no one sits next to each other. We just all huddle in our own little that corner. That's not very loving term. No,
4: it's not.
3: <laughs> I' hey, like, you going to share the love with you? I got no love to share. <laughs> not with each other, anyway. Apparently,
0: you
1: will find me in my back corner where I yep. <laughs> am very. Secluded.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, not well, how wrong. about how about uh, you come out of seclusion just for a second and hit us with another clue for our quiz?
1: Oh, that I can do. Okay, so our next clue is Moses sang a song that told about this creature and its rider being thrown into the sea. Didn't we just talk about we a were song just about Moses? About the what song is of this? Moses. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, it does.
0: if you think you know the answer, give us a call. One eight hundred Faith FM is the number one 843 and also. As you surely know by now, if you're on Instagram, follow us on FaithFMalive, all lowercase one word, because we put the clues up ahead of time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always get them first on Instagram. So, we are looking at the mark of the beast and uh, and God's seal, which is the one we want. It's has sort of like God's mark and 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 um, the beast's mark, because sometimes it's like, like God's seal, like, oh, 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 like God has <laughs> a seal. No, it's like, okay. a, it's like when you know you seal an envelope and they used to get a uh, bit of wax and they oh. melted it and then one, yeah. it. Aren't they, they so sealed pretty? they gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So talk about that kind of seal, not the kind of seal in the ocean. Um, so we have, we have, you know, one or the other, and uh, we're looking historically at what God's. Seals what God's identifying marks were between His people, and we just learned that one of them was circumcision,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, which you know is an outward uh, ceremony uh, that sort of symbolizes an inward change.
2: Mm. Um, and
0: we looked at what you know the Apostle Paul said and what um, Deuteronomy said about how it's a it's a circumcision, so to speak, or a renewal of the heart, mm. and. Um, we're now going to have a look at the second outward sign that God gave to identify His people. Um, you know, in in the in the Old Testament times, and and also why it was given. So we're going to have a look at two different verses. So Christopher, why don't you read for us Exodus chapter thirty-one verses thirteen and seventeen? And Taryn, if you want to read Ezekiel twenty verses twelve and twenty. Okie
3: dokie.
1: Cool. So Exodus chapter thirty-one thirteen says, "Tell the people of Israel." Be careful to keep my Sabbath day, for the Sabbath is a sign of the covenant between me and you from generation to generation. It is given so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. It is a permanent sign of my covenant with the people of Israel, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, but on the seventh day he stopped working and was refreshed.
0: Mm, So that was verses 13 and 17.
3: Taryn. Yes. Okay. So Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 12 and then verse 20 says, Moreover, I also gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between them and me, that they might know that I am the Lord who sacrifices. uh, Sacrifices. Wow. That is wrong. (laughs) Sanctifies. (laughs) I thought I was going to say sacrifices for them, but no, it is sanctifies them. Now, what does sanctify mean, Chris?
1: Uh, To sanctify was to... Make something holy. And That's right. the definition of holy is literally set apart. It's set apart different from the others. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, God makes, you know, every, everything on six days and then he says, I'm going to make the seventh day or the Sabbath day holy. In other words, it's going to be set apart from the other days. So, in the same way that... Uh, God made the Sabbath holy. Here he says he'll make his people holy on Ooh, that
3: day. That's mm. good. And then verse 20 says, Hello, my Sabbaths, and they will be a sign between me and you that you may know that I am the Lord your God. Do you shouldn't say hello, my Sabbath"? Hal- hello.
0: <laughs> hello. Hello. What does hello mean? hello, Hello. What does that mean? Well, hello, myself. Isn't that like to it, observe? To yeah, yeah. to keep. Mm. I guess it mm. could be another word. So here we have uh, biblical evidence of a second outward sign.
1: Okay, hey, on. I've got a question though. Yes. In both of our texts, I believe mm-hmm. God says that this will be a sign between His people and Israel. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that the Sabbath isn't meant for us then? No, the Sabbath is meant for everybody It's mm-hmm. in the
0: Ten Commandments Come on Christopher, you're a theology student Okay, okay, okay <laughs> But
1: what if the Ten Commandments were only given at Mount Sinai That's to Israel again
0: We have covered
1: this a few weeks so Oh, we sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to cover all <laughs> of our bases I'm sorry
0: Well, we, we actually we can answer that uh, maybe tomorrow Because we are running out of time today Sure But um, we do know that the Sabbath is a sign It goes all the way back to creation Yeah um, and it's still instituted today through the Ten Commandments. And, uh, and this is our second outward sign that God gave to identify, mm, you know, mm. his people. And, you know, and it was given so we could, we could choose, to, you know, to have this sign and to, and to honor and worship mm. God. So, um, whereas circumcision <laughs> only began with Abraham, this does go back all the way to the dawn of time. Yeah, and, uh, and thus uh, Jesus said, you know, in referring to Genesis, the Sabbath was made for mankind. It shows that we belong to God because by creation um, he made us and by redemption because he justifies and sanctifies us. Um, And also, Paul says that circumcision is no longer important. Mm. Um, You know, it's still optional. You can if you want to today, but it's no longer important. And he argues that keeping God's commandments, which includes the Sabbath, is still important. Mm. So these are still, you know, um, outward choosings that we can do, and the Sabbath is certainly one of them. The question I want to ask you guys is, you know, how do your thoughts and, like, your intentions reveal whether or not you have truly been... Circumcised in your heart, so to speak, mm. circumcised in your heart, like you know how does how does how does that
2: look?
1: I think you see two really good uh, metaphors in the Bible that are given to express this. Uh, you have the idea that uh, if each person is a tree, let's say, this is a metaphor, if each person is a tree, what fruits are they going to bear? What is what is it that uh, their fruits are kind of their actions, let's say. Mm. So are they bearing fruits of the spirit, which we read about are things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control are we seeing uh, that being the outworking of a person or are they fruits of the flesh, which would be sinful things? Um, And a similar metaphor that we're given in the book of James is uh, that you have faith with works, that uh, as a result of our faith, we have a desire to love God and that comes out of an outpouring of doing good deeds. Uh, Now, what's important is we can't ever mistake that it's our good deeds that save us, but rather we do good deeds because we are saved. It's a a result or consequence. And even when you look at Exodus 20, Jesus, uh, Jesus, well, God, Jesus, God prefaces the entire 10 commandments. First of all, by saying, because I've brought you out of Egypt, which is often a symbol of sin in the Bible. So Mm -hmm. because I've brought you out of sin and I've saved you, here is what you can do for me now. And so in the same way, God looks at our hearts and He says, Okay, now that I've brought you out of sin, I've given you a new heart, I've taken away your heart of stone, given you a heart of flesh, here's what you can do to show your love to me.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And following on from that, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 15, verse 18, He says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. So getting back to your original question, like, it's what comes out of our mouth is. Reveals exactly what's going on in our heart. So if we're, you know, speaking horrible things, if we're, um, you know, speaking, yeah, gossiping and that sort of thing, then it shows that we don't have a circumcised heart. We don't have a heart for Jesus. But if we speak love and nice things and kind words, then it reveals what's going on on a personal level. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. This has been
0: um, our Encounter of God for today. We are going to continue tomorrow with the Mark of the Beast and more about false worship and, uh, and all about loyalty. So stay right there. This is Carly Fletcher with Eternity Together.
2: Enjoy eternity together forever. Without you there,
4: it just will be the same. Without you there.
0: Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Mon and Tara and Christopher. Nice Extra, extra, extra Read well, all Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all about it So we have come to the question of the day The Q of the D And uh, hey, Christopher Seeing yeah. as you were trying to like Throw a spanner in the works <laughs> I'm going to throw it right back at you So the Sabbath was this sign, right? Between yes. uh, uh, God and his people And, you know, keeping it holy Is, you know, us indicating to him That we want to be his people mm. But wasn't it done away Didn't that thing get nailed to the cross? Isn't that some sort of old school nonsense?
1: Well, uh, uh, and it's a good question because uh, what we see is that at creation the Sabbath is instituted Mm. and it's the only day which God ever hallows um, (laughs) or sets apart or sanctifies. He Mm -hmm. makes holy and we're never given any other indication in Scripture that God has set aside any other day uh, for that. And so uh, just like marriage was another institution that God made prior to uh, sin coming into the world and our creation. We wouldn't do away with marriage. Um, so, I don't see why we would do away with the Sabbath either. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people say, oh, well, we only ever see a command to observe the Sabbath in um, Exodus chapter 20, when God gives the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. And, of course, you could say that, you know... Um, the Ten Commandments are written in stone by the very hand of God. In other words, God's trying to indicate these are things which I have created and they will stand forever. You know, when you write something in stone, it's there, it's permanent. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, it's the only commandment that begins with the word remember. God says, remember this one, like this one's important. Um, But even prior to that, in Exodus chapter 16, I believe, you see that the Israelites are keeping the Sabbath before God has even commanded them to. So, they already know that this is something which God's people observe and keep. Um, It isn't related to one specific covenant. It's not related to the Mosaic or Mount Sinai covenant. It was meant and designed for all of God's people to share in and rest in. Because, really, the Sabbath is just a time for uh, us to be able to rest from our work, which uh, we've observed we really need uh-huh. um, and it's also a time for us to connect with God it's basically like a an, like an little anniversary that we why have with would, God yeah,
0: why would you want to do away yeah, with that
1: exactly it. and so it's just spending time with God um, you read later on uh, in Colossians 3 maybe 18 or 19 um, Paul says you know you shouldn't judge someone on new moons festivals or Sabbaths mm-hmm. and a lot of people point to that verse and they say well that must mean that the Sabbath is done away with, but if we apply a good hermeneutic, <laughs> um, what we see is that within the context, new moons and festivals were these kind of like uh, feasts and rituals that God did give at Sinai for the first time, and they were all shadows representing Jesus, and they were they were done away with along with the rest of uh, the lamb sacrifices and all these other things that were given after sin. But the, the Sabbath is distinct from all of those. It wasn't something that God gave uh, after sin. It was given before sin ever entered the world, and it was meant for all of humanity to be able to enjoy, to be able to rest in God, to be able to rest in the salvation that he provides, and to be able to ha- enter into a loving relationship with him w- one day every week, which is an amazing opportunity and a real blessing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so there's also, in addition to that, in Isaiah, there's a verse that says, um, And all flesh shall come to worship before me from one Sabbath to another. So even on, and and this verse here is talking about um, in the New Jerusalem, when we are in heaven and, you know, God's recreated the earth and we're we're in the New Jerusalem, we will be worshiping from one Sabbath to another. So the Sabbath definitely wasn't done away with at the cross. It still applies today and it will apply for us in the new earth too.
2: Hi, my name. I
5: go to Townsville Seventh Day Adventist Church. We would love to have you join us on Saturday at 9.30 for Sabbath School Kids Programme and then the main service at 10.45am. For more information Google Seventh-day Adventist Church, Townsville City.
0: At the end of our show, sadness. Great, deep, oh, so many heartbreaking sad days. sadness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a long weekend. It's been a wonderful long weekend.
3: What did you guys get up to on the long weekend, by the way? Um, I told you I had my games night the other uh-huh. night. Oh, guess what? I bought a fire pit. <laughs> 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 no, like, I'm so excited. It's like just this um forty-four gallon drum cut in half with some like legs welded onto it, so that I can have people over at my house and we can have like a little fire. Christopher, did you get an invitation from
0: Taryn? I haven't used she it yet. Go over to her house and check out how do fire? But I didn't either. Mom, isn't it? I'm this, sorry, you guys. A, this is a bit a a of a shock. Cordially invited to
3: my house. Me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <No. laughs> Way to score an invite. I don't, uh, I don't want Taryn's invite. We'll have our own fire pit. <laughs> yeah. right, we'll, we'll, go, yeah. we'll, we'll get go. my
0: own fire pit. It's bigger than yours. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, yeah.
3: I'll come to yours <laughs> if it's bigger than mine.
0: <laughs> well, thanks so much, you guys, for filling in for last day. I've had great fun, and I'm looking forward to you guys coming back in tomorrow morning. But for now, we're going to do my favourite thing, and that is to give away free stars.: Awesome. Yay. Yay. What have we got today?
3: We have a Follow the Lamb CD by Carly Fletcher.
0: Ooh, we were. Yeah. I, just, I think we played like at least one or two songs of hers today on the show. We, we have, yeah. So this is, uh, I think it's her latest album. Uh, no, latest this was ad- the one before that. And uh, before do you want me that? to tell you the story yeah. about this yes.
3: song? This co- song called "Follow the Lamb." She actually wrote this song when she was at a rise in 2014, mm-hmm. and it was like their, um, like their song that they sung as a class together at graduation, oh. just as like their commitment to Jesus that they will follow him wherever he leads. them. Throughout wow. their life It was such a beautiful song When they did it as a class And then I mean On her album It's amazing as well So I highly recommend the CD I love her song Follow the Lamb It's a beautiful one It is It is one of the popular ones That we play on our show yep. Follow
0: Follow It's got a nice little yeah. thing Happening in the back If you would like a copy Of this CD album Just give us a call The number is 1-800-FAITH-FAM That's 1-800-324-843 You can text Where you want it to be sent to 491 message us on Facebook or Instagram or tweet at us. (laughs) And uh, we will send it to you completely free of charge. Now, if you have any questions about the Bible or any questions about some burning current event topics, you can give us a call also and ask away. We'll answer those questions for you live on air. And of course, if you're listening to this and it's not Tuesday, the what is it, the 12th or the 11th, the 12th. If it's not Tuesday, the 12th of June. It is because you're listening to the delayed broadcast. It's very easy to jump across the live show. Just download the TuneIn app or go to faithfm.com.au. Taryn, Christopher, thank you so much for coming in this morning. pleasure. Helping you host the show. It's been so great having you guys on board. Super looking forward to you guys tomorrow joining me, keeping me awake. Nah, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And, of course, stay tuned for more great programming.